welcome back everybody uh it's been a while since we made another episode but we just recently hit 500 total players which i'm pretty happy about thank you all for tuning in for this episode i've got two of my high school friends they're seniors this year uh brayden howdy who has a youtube channel uh brayden mcmanus on youtube he's also got a podcast that doesn't fucking work anymore um so that's fun and then I also have Eliza, who's Brayden's cousin, and we were friends for a while, but one time we almost got with the same girl. <laughs> yep. We don't talk about that, though. Nope, not at all. Who was that girl? Tristan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. But. I tried, for real. For your sake, or just for, for the sake? His for sake. my sake. Oh. For his sake. But we don't talk about this. We don't talk, we don't diss people on our podcast. Maybe I should uh, slide in there, yeah? Yeah. You're just she's off at college now. So. That's yeah. fair. You don't lose her to some fuck boy. I'm just I, would, I wouldn't do that. Because that, that means that I'm going after one of my boy's exes. You just can't break the code. And <laughs> and one of the girls that my cousin used to like. See, yeah. with me and Elijah, though, like, we was, like, at that time, we wasn't, like, friends like that. It wasn't the code. Like, we just kind of, like, knew each other. Yeah. So, I, like, I couldn't take offense to it. I couldn't be mad That was... That. What when was it freshman year? No, it was, was sophomore. his sophomore year, my my junior, I think. Because we were friends. No, my we senior, senior, my senior year. Because we became friends in fresh my freshman year. Yeah. Through like cross. I think track. we just knew each other up until the end of sophomore year. Actually, I just think that you didn't like me freshman year. Because... See, everybody says I don't like them, but like. Well, I think at the beginning it. because it's the same thing. Like Austin Height didn't like me either because I like cross. One person I didn't like was Ethan East when I first met him. I body slammed his bitch ass in the sand at the playground. He was doing a workout. Yeah. Well, I don't know, because I quit cross freshman year, and I feel like that made a lot of people upset with me. But then I rejoined and Yeah, track. that was a pussy move. I remember that. Yeah. I rejoined track, and then we all had a great time. I loved that. You. We yeah. we did the sleeping thing. <laughs> every single every single tag me. Um, were you on the team when... Uh... Freshman year when uh, Timmy Bunnell body slammed Dip. No, but I heard about it. I think I think that was after. Um, I want to go off on a spiel. I saw this thing on Facebook. No, wait, maybe it was Instagram about how the Taliban had uh, kind of taken some military gear from whatever military and kind of raised the flag how our our dudes did back in the day for that Band of Brothers movie or whatever. And I'm not no fucking shotgun fucking having monster truck racing fucking country bub. I don't I don't paint the American flag across my chest for a football game. Like I don't I'm not no Or drive a fancy big old truck, put flags on the back of it. I don't roll coal on a bunch of skinny white fellas, that's for sure. <laughs> so uh, I guess what I'm saying is I'm not no like bloodborne patriot, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bleed white and blue and red or whatever. But I do get pissed off when something happens because I do actually stand for what the country was built on, and that's having freedoms. So if some trans, if some transgender lady that likes pans wants to like her pan dog, whatever, like who's to tell her she can't like pans? Exactly. You know, you're right. But it doesn't bother you. Like I just feel like it's really. I I feel like we should be thankful. That yeah, Biden's a president, and he's not my favorite president. And Trump wasn't a tyrant, but I mean, in the last few years, we've had 
pretty shaky uh, presidents leaders as leaders. But it's still, I feel like it's still better than any tyrant type thing that the Middle East has. So I feel like even though it's all stinky Bo or Joe, yeah, should, we, we should. I'd rather be living here than in like North Korea or something. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're not like I mean, Iraq. There's like places, I think it's uh, Norway or something. Like it's illegal to be gay in Norway, I think. I'm pretty don't, sure. Don't there's, on there's a lot of places that it's illegal to be gay. There's also a lot of places that it's illegal for women to go outside having more than their eyes showing. So. Yeah. So I feel like I there's feel a like, lot to be thankful about. Not to, not to get political, but I don't give a fuck who you want to be your president. Just I feel like as a country, looking at what's happening in the Middle East, we should all kind of get that 9/11 unity again, where it's we're all like, yeah, fuck yeah, America. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Brandon, I know you're a politician. Politician. <laughs> <laughs> well, I agree with it, like everything you just said. I just fall more where it's like. Personally, I don't think, like a lot of people would think that I'm like hardcore conservative, but in reality, I'm more for a constitution. If you if you are for the constitution and you're going to give me my constitutional rights and not try to strip them away from me, I'm voting for you. Easy. That's what I'm saying. And I'm, I'm more straight down the middle to where it's like, if, I'm, even, even to the point where it's like with marijuana. You want to go light one up in your house? You know he's not a stoner when he says marijuana. I'm not a stoner. I don't smoke. But but if you want to go light it light it up in your own comfort of your own home, or even outside, as long as you're not bugging other people, pushing it on other people, or harming other people, go for it. It's not it's not affecting my life in any way, shape, or form. So I shouldn't be worried about it. Same thing with people that want to be gay. They want to be trans. I don't care as long as it's not affecting my life. So go for it. There's a difference between embracing your freedoms and then shoving your freedom down somebody else's throat to feel better about yourself. Yeah. So I'm gonna say on that subject that we don't get canceled. But. <laughs> <laughs> but congratulations on 500 play. That's a big achievement. Thank you. I don't. Go ahead. I don't think that we even reached anywhere near that with our podcast. So. Yeah. Let's talk about well, that. Also, well, yeah, that's fair, but I didn't, I didn't promote a hardcore either. So, and and we weren't very, we weren't very consistent with it. We'd post one, one for, we'd go one video a week for like <laughs> three weeks, and then we'd take five months off, and then. <laughs> so, we we're probably gonna go back at it at some point, but who knows? When I saw that, like, so, when you like brought it back the most recent time with uh, the YouTube videos and Caden mm-hmm. and everything. When I first saw that you made a podcast, I was like low-key mad. I was like, dog, I just made a podcast, <laughs> you know? And I was like, damn, that means this guy's going to be my competition. And I'm going to have to start rivaling him in views. Hope I can play the same thing as him. I'm like, then I start thinking like, damn, this dude's in high school. Like, he can really just walk up to whoever. And, like, he has the whole high school control. Yeah. I'm broadcasting yeah. to just anybody. I'm yeah. like, I'm thinking, losing this one. I was thinking about making one, but I didn't. Well, see, the thing is. I feel like you should have. Yeah. It's. Uh, it's funny because I actually tried to send an email out with the link to my podcast <laughs> to the whole class, like the whole school, because you can do that. You can like, yeah. except for I wasn't like a teacher there, so I didn't have that control. So I bugged Andy to do it, but she wouldn't do it. But uh, with my YouTube channel, I've been writing subscribe to Brave McManus on YouTube and sticking it in the hallways, <laughs> writing it on people's whiteboards and everything. Hell yeah. Yeah, you're definitely yeah. gonna get people who are like, subscribe to Brave McManus. 
let's just check it out. And then, and then, like that was a football game. The traffic <laughs> is the is the goal. So I mean, if you if YouTube sees that you're getting traffic to your site, they'll be like, okay, maybe this kid's all right, and then they'll promote it. But a lot, dude. School's been in for three days, and I've already gotten hate for it. People, I walk into a classroom and people are like, "I own Walmart," making fun of my f- first video and all that stuff. But it doesn't bother me at all because, like, I'm living how I want to live. That's just me, dude. I'm doing what I want to do, and I don't care about anybody else. That's just facts. You're doing what you I like t- to do. I tell everybody that. Like, I was I used to be so insecure to the point where, like, if if one person would have mentioned my YouTube video. No, I would have been out. Done to. I would have been out. I would have deleted it. It would have been over. But now I write down my YouTube and post it on things. I watch people watching my video because I don't care. If they like it, they're going to like it. If they hate it, they're going to hate it. If they're going to hate on me for it, go ahead. I don't care. You're the one that's in a rough spot. I'm the one out here living my life, having a good time. So come on, bring the hate. That's what I think. Fair enough. Fair enough. But what would you talk about on your podcast? Like what? Because like when I set mine up, it was like, oh, what category do you want it to be? And I was like, uh, not comedy, not drama. You know, <laughs> I was scrolling through them like that, and then it was like, oh, well, you gotta have like this description and blah blah blah. So what would you do? I don't know. I, mine's yeah. listed as self help. I mean, I'm not sitting here talking about like depression all the yeah. time, but I mean, mine's listed as self help because if somebody hears this and they go. You know, I kind of, I kind of like this guy, and then they go through and they yeah. check out my episodes. I have a couple of those episodes where I talk about mm-hmm. that shit, and maybe yeah. they just need to hear it. You know, I, I don't really know. I'd have to sit down and think about it. I think ours is on YouTube. They like when you make a YouTube video, they let you list it as like Whatever. people, people in blogs. That's what I think it's listed as. That's also what my YouTube channel is listed as. So just because like that fits a whole category, people. So, mine probably just be like a variety of things. Yeah, I mean, mine really is a variety. I'm basically yeah. like a, a news thing. Mm-hmm. Like I just talk about exactly. whatever, but I have it listed as self help because like, a the music in yeah. the background is super calming. I don't know. Yeah, to yeah, it but is. It's pretty, super calming. But like, like it's through yeah. half of the thing. I'll I'll turn it on, and I'll listen to it, and I'll just be like, okay, <laughs> oh yeah, let's get this groove on. I had a list of self-help because like sometimes you just need a distraction to get through whatever it is that you're going through yeah and I know that I have a soothing voice I know that I've been depressed and I know what I like to hear when it comes to how to calm down and I'm trying to hit those frequencies mm-hmm. so then like people will be like maybe it's not what I'm saying but it's the tone in which I'm saying it that like makes them go from maybe they're having a panic attack or whatever they're just chilling out or maybe they had a rough day they just want to relax it's whatever spectrum is open uh, yeah speaking of sounds and frequencies i have an idea first of all that i'd like to propose okay <clears throat> what do you guys think because like i don't know if you guys are like conspiracy people or whatnot i get into some but I kind of have this theory. I don't know if I'm the first one to think of it. I haven't, I don't talk to people or anything, but I kind of have this theory. Like, what if what we're living and what we're experiencing is just different frequencies? And once you figure out how to settle your mind to whatever frequency that is desired, then you can start seeing things on that level. So like animals, like my dog, she's not on our frequency. That's why she only sees like 
gray and black type shit or something like that. I've been thinking about that for a while. Yeah. I can't put all the pieces yeah. together yet, but give me a couple months. What do you guys think about that? About sounds? Like like being on frequency. Well, like if the earth radiates frequencies that can like heal you. You know what I'm saying? Well, I've never thought about that, but collar, dude. I spend so much time thinking about collar. Tell me about it. So, okay. So, think about this. It's kind of, it's kind of hard to explain. Well, it's not really that hard to explain. So, you see that red box you have on your TV stand? The Colgate box. Okay. So, I'm seeing that as what I know to be red. Right. Right? How do, how do I know that when you are looking at that, you know it's red. I do. But how do I know it's the same. that... You're seeing the same shade? Yeah, how do I know that my red isn't your yellow? Well, your red isn't my yellow because I know the same red that you know. Maybe not the exact same when it comes to, like, shade, but I know the concept of red the same way that you yeah. know the concept so of like, red. That's why my red isn't your yellow, because my yellow looks the same thing generally Yeah, but your yellow. So when we're in preschool or kindergarten, whatever, and we're taught this is orange or this is red right everybody now knows well this is orange this is red so we go through life and we're like oh i can tell that that's red but but i also know what yellow looks like right so that doesn't mean that in your eyes you're not seeing that how i would see yellow because i would never know i would never know that you can't see that or that you're seeing that the exact same shade of red that i am it could be that you're seeing that as what i can see as yellow right but you know it as red because you've been taught that yellow is red does that make sense yeah that's yeah. what you're saying it's kind of crazy to think about because it's like we'll never know like what other people or how other people see the world yeah yeah you want to know something that i think is cool about that so we know all these colors like that's blue that's green and then you can see on this can of mountain view that there's different shades of green right mm -hmm. yeah we cannot invent a new color, but there are colors that we haven't seen. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that wild? Yeah. Yeah. We can't invent a new color. It's impossible to invent a new color. And you're saying a color, sure. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a new color, no way. And then there's colors that we can't even imagine. Still, like, we, yeah. if we had different glasses, like some special pair of glasses looked around this room, you'd probably see millions of different colors. Yeah. Yeah. So I have friend who's colorblind and he told me one time he said he said i know or he, so he sees green as brown and brown as green i'm pretty sure so like when he looks at the ground he sees brown grass and that's what he knows to be green green because when he looks at it he knows well i'm seeing this different color but i was taught since i have this color blindness i was taught i had to flip them so going through life he knows that that's brown but when he looks at it he automatically thinks green because that's what that's what he was taught because that's he has to flip it i guess him looking at that blanket would really make him shit his pants <laughs> probably probably i would camouflage blanket nothing but green and brown <laughs> nothing but green and brown <laughs> But I, it's crazy to think about because it's like it really messes with your brain when you start thinking about it. Because you're like, what what else is he seeing, or, or what else are other people seeing that is different from what I'm seeing? Right. Yeah. So that's probably why some people. It could be why some people like will throw an outfit on. And they'll be like, I look fine. But then other people are like, that doesn't match. You know. I never. That's honestly smart as fuck. <laughs> so I never like, thought about that. Yeah. 
Huh. Or maybe somebody's sense of drift just sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, moving away from the color conversation and back to the sound. I don't know if it's possible to answer this question, but what is your favorite noise? It's a good question. Well, like, do you have a noise and you go, man, I love that motherfucking sound? Honestly, like, I used to go to sleep to listen to, like, rain on a car roof. Yeah. Mm. Like, on an umbrella and stuff. That's, like, my go-to sound every single time I try to go to sleep. When you're laying in bed not bread when you're laying in bed <laughs> i lay in bread all the time my sleep. <laughs> when you're laying just in bed and pork. you just <laughs> you just hear that rain smacking the roof dude that's that's one sound i will always say i love that sound rain on shingles i i love the sound of rain period like it doesn't matter if it's on a tin tin roof's better but if it's on a tin roof or a shingled roof whatever if it's just on the ground outside no matter what dude so soothing. I think I think I can answer this question. My favorite sound has got to be like Darth Vader. A fire crack. Like Darth Vader is a close second, and then Doctor Phil intro is a third. <laughs> <laughs> but fire cat like like crackling is probably. Yeah, can I say? So, it's pretty. You can say whatever. Can I say somebody's voice is my favorite sound? I think when you listen to Shakira. certain when you listen to certain All people, like when you listen to like Juice World talk. You know, <laughs> you know Chef's Kiss. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, you know. You hear his voice and you're like, ah, that's it. Um, Dog came to join us, guys. Yeah. All right, fellas. Okay. Are you single? Yeah. Are you single? 100%. I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> um, when it comes to these four traits, I'd like you to list them in order of importance. So the first one's most important, the last one's least important. Money, looks, loyalty, personality. Okay. Yeah. If your guys' loyalty isn't number one, we're fighting. Okay. Right. First. Well, I think I will agree loyalty should be the first. And then personality. And what was the other two? <laughs> Looks and money. Yeah, that, those um, two. I'd say probably looks and then money can be last. Because I could care less than money now. I'm not gonna switch anything about your order because that's how I would. Make sure. I would. I would say that you got that. The order that you listed them needs to be flipped, and then you'd have it. So it definitely goes loyalty, personality, looks, money. But or well, that's not to say no. the looks aren't important. You got to be at no. least a six to talk to me. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm switching it. I'm gonna say money then looks. Here's why. Okay, hear me out. I'm intrigued. If I'm if I'm dating somebody who I I have to provide all the money for that would cause a lot of arguments and that would be like it's not about like you can be dog crap ugly and I'd, I could still love you from the bottom of my heart just because like you're a good person and you know you're loyal and you're trustworthy but if you don't provide money to be stable yourself and I'm having to do it that's going to cause a lot of financial problems See, I like that take I like that take because a lot of women nowadays they're either they're, they're, I feel like there's no in between it's either yeah. they provide for themselves or somebody provides for them and there is zero in between. She either goes home to somebody that's got money and they're taking care of everything or she's doing it her goddamn self. Yeah. I mean, every woman that I've talked to in the last seven months yeah. has, I mean, slapped me in the face with a, I don't need you to pay for my shit. Yeah. When I was trying to like, you know, just do a favor. Yeah. And I'm like, dog. 
it's just because it's not i'm not saying money because it's ju- it just says money so it's like it's not important to me that your money rich. doesn't fucking matter kid it's, <laughs> you don't have to be like absolutely rich that's not what i'm saying My buddy built what? as long as you have enough <laughs> money no, but Brayden did have a good point. He said if, if you're coming in here and I'm providing every bit of cash for you, like you can't even like stand on your own two feet, like that's a problem. And he's not wrong. No, you're not wrong. So I would definitely put it above looks. He's not wrong. On both. Yeah, I, agree. I agree with both. Yeah, yeah I, I like I like either or. Yeah. But I don't want to be like every penny coming out of my pocket goes into you as well because like I earn that. See, I don't mind that. That's why you gotta, I don't know, that's just who you are. <laughs> no, no, say it, say it. Go I, ahead. I just, Go I ahead. Just think, I just think it just depends on who you are because, I mean, money means a lot to certain people. Certain yeah. people that think differently about money. Yeah. To yeah. me, and maybe to you guys, we don't give a shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't yeah. Give, I'll pay for someone's food and not uh-huh. give a crap less. Don't pay me back. Like, how many times have I done that? How many times have we done that? Exactly. You know what I mean? But money means a lot to different people. Yeah. People are stingy. Especially nowadays. Like, especially people around here at Athens, Ohio. Money means everything around here. People mm-hmm. are greedy dicks when it comes to money. <laughs> oh, yeah. One thing about money, though, is I don't care how much money you have, but to say that money does not buy happiness is incorrect. Mm-hmm. To some people, it does. I, did, I, I just feel like if I had the same amount of money that the wealthy had, I would be totally cool with the problems that I have nowadays. That's you fair. Huh. That's, that's fair. But, then again, you gotta think. What problem what, money cannot solve? Tell me. What was what? what personal issue can money not solve? Any yeah. issue in your life? Wow. Hey. <laughs> the, the real question is, can money solve happiness? Money, like, I feel like no, money brings happiness. There's, there's a song. I don't remember what it, what it is. Maybe Elijah can tell me. Or I think it's uh, ain't the S word change by Cal Scrubby. It's, it's by Cal Scrubby, and it's, it's uh, he says they say money can't buy happiness, but I'd rather cry in a Lamborghini. <laughs> so I mean, let's I mean, be honest here. I mean, I'm just saying, if I had a couple billion dollars, I don't think I'd have a problem in the world. <laughs> Yeah, but once well, you lose all that money, it's a different story. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy I grew up poor, but never knew what it was like to be rich because my life right now sucks, and I wouldn't. I'm glad think. I grew up with no parental support. I had to kind of come up the mud by myself. <laughs> For real, rags to riches. Rags to a little more expensive rags. <laughs> rags, rags to, to towels. <laughs> That was, that was, that was We're on the same wavelength. <laughs> wavelength. Shut up. CSM frequency they're telling you about. We're on the same one. Yeah, exactly. It um, is at the same time. That was, that was a good <laughs> one right there. But what I was going to say was, I'm not saying, because definitely loyalty is at the top, 100%. But I feel like it's, like it's a question of whether or not, because I don't feel like you can measure somebody's loyalty. Sure you can. You can definitely, but listen, let me explain myself. You can definitely, like, measure somebody's personality, test somebody's personality. Like, I know Elijah's personality. I could tell you what it is. I hung out with him so much and everything. I know, I know, 
exactly how his personality is. But with someone's loyalty, you never know. You might not ever know what's going on in the back of their head, but you might think you do. So, like, just because you've never done me wrong, I might think you're the most loyal person I know, but that doesn't mean you're not planning to do me wrong. You're right, you're right. But there's lots of ways to figure that out, you know. Like, one thing thing I love to do to see if there's, like, snakes uh, crawling in my yard is I'll I'll leak a false rumor about myself, some crazy shit, and then when I hear... I'll tell this person, the person I'm sus- like suspicious of being said rat or said not loyal person, like I'll tell them that key information and I'll tell a couple other people that I know are solid and then I'll be like, yo, like this is going on, blah, blah, blah. And then it'll get out and then I'll have people like, yo, I heard this about you or it'll get like switched up. Or, like I say this and it comes back to me in a different form and it's all twisted. I'm like, oh, really? Like, you know, and that's how I figure out who it is. But at the same time, it's just like, it's something that's like I feel like that's all in our heads though like how lawyer you're gonna be is all in your mindset and your mindset could switch up at any time for real there's always there's always a price for somebody's loyalty there's always a price yeah like there's no like not saying it would happen but like let's say right here right now to to your face we're chilling but like when you go to leave I stop him by the door here's $500 shoot him in the back of the head when you get home he wanted that five hundred dollars. He put a bullet in the back of your head. It's fair. It's a lot of money. There's, there's <laughs> always a price for somebody's loyalty. I promise. Yep. That's, yeah. that's one thing you'll learn. Well, especially since you guys are seniors and you haven't been exposed to the violent real world yet, that's one thing you'll learn. Is that I mean, your closest well, homies are gonna drag you through the fucking mud, dog. That's 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 fair, but I feel like you know, like I I definitely haven't experienced the real world yet, but for people. Who obviously I could easily cut out if I had to. Like my best friends, Chris, you I'd put on that list. We've been uh, there. We've Kay- been there. Kaden, I would never do anything to harm, to get revenge or anything on them. Right. But I would cut them out if they if they did me wrong. So it's like I'm not trying to call anybody out, but I don't. Wanna, I don't want. We don't have to name drop. Okay. Well, if I he, try to avoid name drops. If he listens to it, he'll probably know it's him. I won't call him anything. But anyway, so though. here's the problem. So, I bent over backwards for this man, right? Like that makes two of us. You know, went went through everything for him. He said te- he texted me and said, "Hey man, I'm going through something," and I I hop on the game just so I can play with him, so he can get his mind off of, it, of whatever's going on. I'd go to his house, hang out with him. I was at his house all the time to the point where I, well, I mean, Caden was like, Caden's kind of off and on. You hang out with him one day and then it's going to be another three, four days before you hang out with him again. But, but, so like, sometimes I'd just go hang out with him instead so that, you know, he wouldn't complain, but it would get to the point where he'd be like, dude, come over. And I'd be like, I can't, I'm not allowed. And he'd be like, you're coming over. And I'd be like, I can't, I have stuff to do, I'm not allowed. And then he'd get mad at me because I'm not allowed to come over. And then he would he would use the excuse that I said that I would come over when in reality I didn't say that I was gonna come over. I would just say, I'll try. I'll try to come over. It got to the point where he was saying things to me that I'm a crappy friend, that I make him want to kill himself. He told his girlfriend that if I wanted to I could show up at his house and he'd leave my top leaking all over the place. And it's just like that kind of stuff. I told Chris about this, and Chris goes, yeah, but you have those moments with friends. I was like, 
the moment you tell me that I make you want to kill yourself is the moment we're not friends. You you ever tell me you feel like you're gonna that you that I make you feel like you want to kill yourself? I don't want to be around you because if I do that, then you know, like I'm not gonna be. I don't want anybody to feel like they have to kill themselves because of me. And especially if you're gonna blame me for that, that's not something I'm just gonna like brush off. Because right. that kind of stuff's personal for me. Like my brother killed himself. Like yeah. Like exactly. that kind of stuff's personal for me. If I make you feel like that, I'm done. It's over. Mm-hmm. And that and rest that, in peace, by the way. But I haven't talked to him since. And that's just that's just it. I mean yeah. So there's sense. there's things that where it's like it's not that I'm not loyal. And it's not that I wasn't. See, a no, good hold friend. on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's, let me ask you this: If he called you like tomorrow and was like, "Hey, man, I know it's been a while. Like, you want to hang out? Can we catch up?" What would you say? Okay, well, I feel like I feel like there's room for improvement. And if he if he shows that, and it's the same thing with like relationships. If you show me that things have changed, Everybody there's there's leeway. The it's kind of like that quote where it's like, "Fool me once." Yeah. So you can give second chances, which I'm not a big fan of, and it's hard to get a second chance from me. Right. But once you get a second chance, if you are lucky enough to get a second chance from me and you screw it up, then it's over. There there ain't no more. So so you're telling me that if he called tomorrow and said, Yo, I like I fucked up let me get that chance number two, you'd be like, Alright. I would I would at least we should have at least have a sit down conversation with him. You'd be I, I would first. I would slowly ease into it. Like I'd be like, I'm not gonna come to your house and see you, but if you need to talk to me, I'll see you at lunch and we can we can have a small conversation at lunch. We have classes together. Let's just we'll we'll talk then. Like see, you know what that shows me? That you're trying to like say like, oh my loyalty, like blah blah blah. That's loyalty, right? Like you're still being loyal. You just you you're being loyal and you love him enough to step back when he's hurting you and him. And so that's yeah. called a good fucking friend, is what that is. If you can, if, like me and Eliza, we've never been super close, but I respect him enough where if he's in the, if he's in the left lane and he needs to be in the right lane, I'll fucking pick him up by his neck and be like, dog, like, you're fucking up. Like, toss him, like yeah. toss him like a loaf of bread. Yeah, <laughs> toss him like a loaf of bread. Yeah, but for real, there's like, there's like, that's just, just being a good friend. Yeah. Like, if, if he if he still needed you and you'd show up, even if it was hesitationally because of what happened, that's loyalty. You yeah. still have his back. Even if it was sketchy and a little skeptical at first, like, you'd still be there. That's loyalty. I would, I would, dude, I would throw myself off a bridge for plenty of people who have done Same. it wrong. But I'd throw myself off a bridge for $20 in a cold beer. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's like, to me, I don't, I don't believe in like ruining people's lives. You know, live how you want to live, then that's whatever. But I can cut you off and still care about you. Right. I can cut you off and still. I can love you, but from a distance. Yeah. That, that type of that's okay to do too but it's like once you go so far there there's a line it's that if you cross it's over that doesn't mean i wasn't loyal that doesn't mean that i didn't care that doesn't mean that i didn't bend over backwards for you but what that means is i was there for you through all of the things that you needed me for but when things started getting better you didn't need me right yeah so then it's done and if you're if you're that type of person where it's like I need you when I'm in a dark place, but when I get back, I'm not gonna need you anymore. What does that say? Yeah, yeah. Like, if you if you're gonna use me to pull me to pull yourself out of the mud, and then 
and then once you're in sunshines and rainbows living lavish cut me off that's not fair it's not fair to me yeah facts I got one more block breaker question. Or no, wait, block buster question. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it's called. Yeah, one of them. Whatever things. it is question. Uh, I saw this one on Instagram. It actually made me sit and think for a while. Would you rather be loved or would you rather be feared? Like, I guess I, I, guess I should paint like a scenario, maybe. Like, it's a tough question. I think I, think I got my answer already. All right. Just go ahead. I'm going to hit you with that. So, I'm going to say, there's obviously perks to being loved. But, if you're feared, you get blamed on. It's like, you don't need to go through life making tons of friends. You need to go through life getting to where you want to be. Right. And those friends, those friends will make themselves along the way. And they're obviously going to love you, but, but it doesn't matter. Because if you're feared, okay, so like, let's take... I don't want to jump back into politics, but, but I'm going to do it anyway. So let's get back to politics for a second. And let's just talk about Donald Trump. So while he was president, obviously people didn't like him. He was painted but, as a villain. But because he was so strict and he fired people all the time, he was definitely feared among people he was working with, among people across the globe. Like, And we didn't have any issues for four years internationally because... He got in there, he painted the picture he needed to paint, and he got out. So it was like, nobody wants to mess with us when we have a leader who is who means business is gonna, and is going to get stuff done. Like me, if I want to get to, like my goal in life right now is that I want to be living in Florida in a house with my friends, big on YouTube, making an impact on people's lives. And I'm going to do what I can to get there. And if you're going to ride with me, you're going to ride with me not get out so fear rather than love because like with love comes weakness and Never there's no time there's no time for that <laughs> what do you think Elijah I agree with Brady because like like you said just get way more done by yourself than you can with other people other people are a liability yeah yeah I think at the core I'm a lovey person uh, I like, you know, back in the old days when being family meant something, and being friends meant something, and being with somebody meant something. I like deep connections and bonds, but I'd rather be feared because one thing about me is I can't stand disrespect. Like yeah. you can you can say whatever to me, you can insult me, but I mean the absolute second that your tone changes and I I sense the absolute slightest bit of disrespect come off your breath. I will, I will put you in your place. I'll say some hot shit. Say anything about my brothers or my family. I'll say some hot shit. Like, yeah. So I'd rather be feared because people respect somebody that goes through with what they say. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't care if it's a threat. I don't care if it's a promise, a yeah, declaration. You say. If, if your word means something and, and you can walk into a room and the air changes because you walked through that doorway, that's when you, I feel like that's when you know you're taking at least steps forward in your life. Yeah. You know, when you when you walk in the room and and somebody shits their pants because holy shit, like I've just heard about this guy or like I've never seen him before. Or, like I've heard what he's done. Like everybody just instantly knows who you are, what you've done, and what you could do. And they either 
respect you or they don't. And if they don't, then they get to see why people fear you. Exactly. Yeah, that's fair. I think love is a crucial thing, though. I think to be, to be the desire of fear, where it's like kind of admirable, you have to master how to love and receive love. Yeah. How to cut love off when it gets become too much, when to stop chasing it, when to put it to the side. You know, stuff like that. You gotta be able to control love to be able to admirably be feared. But yeah. I think at the same time, love, love's like, I, I know I said it's like a weakness, but I think love is comfortable. Love is comfortable. Yeah. And, and you see everywhere, if you're comfortable, then you're not making progress in everything. Mm-hmm. If you're not pushing yourself, you're not making progress. Okay. And I think that love is comfortable, whereas fear is more like it's intimidating but you're getting stuff done when, you, when you're going through that so that's what i would i mean if you think about it though like realistically you don't ever get anything done when you're comfortable like when you're feeling nice and snug in that blanket when you wake up that's on a saturday saying, morning exactly. what the fuck are you doing bro exactly that's what i'm saying but like when you're also in the gym that friday night and you're tearing your muscles up bro like that saturday morning you're well i mean if we're talking about muscles you said you got tossed like a loaf of bread. Oh, so, so hit me with that. All right, so I'm on vacation in Florida. And <clears throat> Carl, one of the guests I've had on the show, he's like my brother. Um, we went to a Walmart one of the mornings to get something because we was, but no, he was getting souvenirs for his family. And we walked into this Walmart and you know, like where they have like the subways at and stuff where you can yeah. run out those. Well, some dude had, or somebody had rented out the spot in like the, you know where the pharmacy section like typically is for us, us, our Walmart's like in the corners and shit. Yeah. Well, it was like there and it was an airbrushed like t-shirt business where he made like custom like beast themed t-shirts that you just spray painted. Well, we had like 13 keychains probably. And we walked over to the airbrush desk and like set the keychains down on the desk so we could, cause we had shirts that we wanted to get fucking made and I mean dude was like turn around spray paint one of the shirts and he like just turn around and he stares at Carl he's like he's like that was annoying as fuck like don't do that and Carl's like excuse me and the dude was like that thing you just did with those keychains that was annoying as hell don't do it again I'm trying to paint here and Carl's like stared in like astonishment like I mean for what was this guys like this is what I'm talking about the disrespectful shit mm-hmm. yeah so I mean, argument ensues. We we leave that uh, uh, airbrush place, but we're still in the Walmart. And we take a couple laps, and then. <clears throat> but so <laughs> he fucking he comes up and he starts talking like, I'll hold your he'll hold your mouth shut while I fuck you in the ass, and dude was like, oh yeah, you like you want to go outside and find out. And he was like, bet. So we started walking, like, he was in front, and then it was me and my friend. And he starts walking, and, like, every, like, two aisles that go left, like, you know how they're, like, like yeah. this? Well, every two or three of those, he'd stop and, like, turn around and start running his fucking mouth again. And i just push him on the back, like, we're going outside, buddy, I'm following you. And he did that a few times. And then we finally get to, like, the open area pharmacy section. And he must have been plotting, because I didn't even think about this. But we get to the pharmacy section and he like does this little hesitation thing. And this time I'm just fucking irritated. I just keep walking. I'm like, he'll catch up if he really wants it. 
So then, like, I take a few steps, and I, I look behind me. And I mean, as I look behind me, I just see Buddy's gorilla hands. And, like, I, like, move my face, and he grabs me by the back of my neck. And he swings me around a few times, like, in a circle. And as I'm, like, losing my balance, he just kind of, like, I mean, literally tossed it. Like, I was literally a loaf of bread, dog. Like, he literally threw me. I went airborne. My glasses came off my face. Shit fell out of my pockets. Uh, I slid and I hit this uh, old person's like mobile cart and like the oh, ones that got right on. Yeah, yeah, like one of those those ones, the battery power, the scooter. Yeah, the scooter. <laughs> uh, I like my face was like in the grill of that thing, like literally, like smack dab. I didn't even. <laughs> I was so fucking mad, dude. I didn't even say nothing. Didn't reach for my glasses. I looked up, looked at the cart, and I was only eye level with about half of it because I was on my hands and knees. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he, I, when he threw me, I was probably five feet in the air, like full sprawled out, hit the ground, slid, and then I was like, I fucking <laughs> road runner, tumbled and shit. <laughs> and then, uh, I'm like, I'm like face to face with like half of the cart, and like just something just goes through me, dude. And I'm pissed off. I don't even continue looking up. I just stand up and immediately turn around, and I just, I mean, I just smacked him one time in the jaw. And Buddy was out before he started tipping over. Like, I mean, he was... Before you even connect. He was out cold before he started to fall. I'm not even capping. And then he fell into one of the shelves. And then he fell on the ground. And then he, like, laid there for a sec. Like, his lip was bleeding. And and he stood up. And he was a whole different person when he stood up. whole different person. I'm in his face like, yo, what's up now, bitch? 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 Like, trying to get him to keep going. And it's funny because beforehand, one of the things he said to me... Because, like, he was running his mouth and he was in my face... I was like, buddy, you better get the fuck out of my face. I'm going to beat your ass. He's like, dude, you're like 110 pounds. I mean, he was 250 pounds, which is a little heavier than 110. I'm, little. Actually, I'm actually 125. <laughs> <laughs> but, nah, I mean, after that, I was like in his face, like trying to get him to like, keep going. I was like, bitch, what's up, bitch? Who, who's small now, bitch? You know, I was really <laughs> emphasizing. And then, uh, like, as I start walking away, some, <clears throat> some dude... <laughs> some dude like looked at me and he's standing in line at the pharmacy section i mean everybody's staring at me at this point he, this dude was like 38 probably and he's like he's like hey yo he's like why are you hitting on the elderly like that <laughs> i'm like i'm like bro did you not just see him toss me like i was a fucking salad <laughs> like i literally just went sky high what do you mean why did i punch him He's like, still, you gotta respect your elders. I said, buddy, respect your youngers. Like, god damn, you just watched him fucking catapult me like I was a cannonball in World War VIII. Like, dude. I literally sky high. I was really spiraling shit. Like, Peyton Manning tossed me 60 yards. We're acting like in World War VIII, they're gonna have cannonballs. (laughs) So then, like, I go outside, and... There's already a state trooper sitting by the garden section. And I mean, I came out of the like the pharmacy section, which is right next to yeah. the, the garden section. He's not in his car, thankfully. But then I start feeling my pockets. And I'm like, dog, I don't have my wallet. It's literally under one of them things. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we turn around and I go back inside and the security fucking looking at the camera footage and pointing at me and getting their walkie talkies and shit. And you see the cop fucking jostling on over there. <laughs> I'm like, son of a bitch i'm like dog i just want my wallet self-defense check the cameras blah 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 and so they pull me outside they pull the guy outside and then i mean they spent like 
They asked me to give them the statement like seven times, and I repeated the same statement word for word seven times. And then the, the people at Walmart were like, we watched the footage, like the staff was talking to me, like it was self-defense, you got nothing to worry about, They're not, you're not going to leave in cuffs, blah, blah, blah. Sure enough, 20 minutes later, we, him and I were in the back of the same cop car talking about how he's got an autistic brother or something, and I'm like, dog, don't make me feel bad, like, come on. And he's like, nah, for real, like, where are you from? I'm like, Ohio. He's like, oh, that's crazy, I'm from Michigan. I was like, see, you deserved it. exactly (laughs) and then i ended up uh catching a breach of peace charge and a freight charge bailed out for 750 dollars spent eight hours in a holding cell with some guy i had to watch some shit um that's always nice when i when i got out you know they was like just the cops at the station just seemed so mad that i was out they were just staring at me and glaring at me. They probably thought you were like some punk. Yeah, they really did. And I was like, dog, I, I really got, like, you guys can pull up the footage. They told me I had a court date, so I went to the court date, and they gave me six months of probation. They dropped my two charges from breach of peace and uh, afraid of two counts of disorderly, disorderly conduct. And then I got anger management classes and $300 in fines. Anger management classes for uh, self-defense. For self-defense. Alright. Dude, not think about this. I'm not trying to change the subject. I'm not, I promise. This is still recording. Imagine if I could see what you did. Like if if you could share that memory with me as if like I was living through it. That would be be sick. On the topic of knocking people out. Brayden's got knocked out yesterday. I really did almost get knocked out yesterday. Caught you laughing. So look, we were jumping on the trampoline, and we were for some reason we decided that we were gonna have this Marco Polo game on a trampoline, which isn't that good of an idea, by the way. No, you had your eyes closed. So Elijah, Elijah has his eyes closed, and he's walking around trying to find us. He's like Marco, or like Polo. Anyway, I decide I'm gonna jump next to him and see if I can get him to fall. So I did, and as soon as I jump, he moves his head around and he catches my shin on on the back of his head like right here instead of instead of going straight down he did a full bruce lee freaking flying flying (laughs) roundhouse kick and smacked me right there dude i hit the the ground so quick it hurt so bad he just smacked me with one like full on (laughs) full force full on roundhouse kick dude i'm like how do you fall like that you You did did that on purpose He had to made it like a, like a champ. He's like, instead of just, because I came down on his head and he didn't go down, he went around. <laughs> <laughs> like, he went, he went from being slouched over to pulling a Bruce Lee on me. He hit me with a Conor McGregor. It was like a giant bump for him, like from it. Yeah, and then you can't, even, you can't see it. But that's crazy. And then later on, it's, freaking Caden had the idea that he wanted to try to take me to the ground. So I was like, all right, bet. So I tried to push him on the ground. Well, he grabbed me right here and he, he threw me down. But when he threw me down, the, the trampoline was wet. So he slid and dug this part of his knee into my shin right there. And if you feel it, you can feel a dent, dude. Yeah. Yeah. He freaking dug it straight in right there. You can see where my, my middle finger, my entire knuckles broke from when I punched that guy. It was, it was like fucked up in the ear. Now my middle finger sits right. Yeah. 
Oh, I broke my pinky. My it's crooked. So it was it was unintentional, but I did almost get knocked out yeah. yesterday. Like you if the lesson that day. if I wouldn't have opened my eyes, I would have been done. Because when I landed, his I looked around, his foot was coming towards my face. <laughs> so I turned my head and then it hit me here. But if I wouldn't have, it would have smacked me right there. It would have been lights out. It, that difference, it would have clip, clocked my temple. I would have been sleeping like that. I've been really, like, throughout my high school years, I was really good at controlling my anger. Yeah. But nowadays, dude, I'll lash out on a fucking... My eighth grade year, Caleb Morris, playing basketball in my 20 years trash. <laughs> he chucked the basketball at me, and... He, then he pushed me, and I, I just walked away. I, I was gonna do something, but I didn't. Second I one, think, I think I second that. one was Keaton, which I'm not gonna say anything happened. But I told him he sucked at basketball. This was also playing basketball. I told him he sucked at basketball, and he kept making up stuff. So, dude, I took the, I took the ball and I chucked it across the gym because I was done. I was like, no, nah, I'm not playing with you because he was, he was doing terrible stuff like pushing me purposefully knocking me down saying oh that's that doesn't count whatever that's a foul and then he would uh you're good don't worry about it but he so i chucked the ball he comes over and he shoves me so at that point i was like there's no way this four foot ten kid just shoved me he he was a little shorter than me but i was like there's no way this 110 pound kid just shoved me <laughs> no i know that i said that once <laughs> so, so i shove him back and he he stumbles back and as soon as he comes back i'm i'm ready dude and at that moment there was a swarm of people in the middle school gym just around both of us pulling spar i was like one I of think, us are lucky I one think, of us i think one of the worst things ever is the fact that teachers are so quick to yank a fight man yeah let yeah. them swing a few times now, the one I was really scared about was Aiden Graham. Um, <laughs> that actually Macy's boyfriend. Well, I, we'll I didn't... Get that one. <laughs> I, I didn't almost fight him. He wanted to fight me. Yeah. He was telling me, I'll meet you at the Turkey Festival. I'll be there. You better be there. I was at the Turkey Festival. But, but uh, Aiden Graham, I don't even want to tell you what, what went down between me and him. It was all my fault, too. I initiated the whole thing. <laughs> Dude, his face beat red like he was mad mad slowly you know he's mad because he wasn't like he wasn't fully like running after me he wasn't calm his face was pure red steam coming out of his ears like steam coming out of his ears eyes watering that's how mad he was he's slowly walking around like walking towards me pushing me and then i'd walk back and then he he'd uh walk a little quicker push me and then i'd i'd keep walking backwards i was waiting for somebody to I wasn't gonna start running because I felt like if I start running, he's coming after me. He's so, fast as fuck. Dude. So yeah, that's why he's I didn't want to run. Fuck. So I thought to save myself from getting knocked out, I'm just gonna slowly walk until somebody pulls pulls him away. Sure enough, they did, but he just kept following me, shoving me, following me, shoving me, following me, shoving me, <clears throat> and I'm just like, I'm gonna take this until something happens. I almost got ISR. I almost got removed from the class. Me and him made up, but. I had a long talk with I had a long talk with the guidance counselor. I had a long talk with Coach K, Man, and I had a long talk up. with Cox. Yeah, you really fucked yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> you really fucked but, up. But uh, but uh, after that, 
it was uh, Bryant Brisker. He freaking he he decided he decided one day because I was trying to grab a ball out of the bin in the back because I wanted to play basketball. Cox didn't want me to play basketball, but I wanted to play basketball, so I thought I'm playing basketball. Did that at one time. So he's like, he's like, you're not playing basketball. I'm like, Cox, I'm playing basketball. He wanted to play dodgeball. I'm like, no, nah, I'm playing basketball. We're playing basketball today, and I had made my mind up. It's nothing's gonna stop. No, no, it's football that they want to play today. I'm like, nothing's gonna stop me from playing basketball, with Cox. There's a basketball hoop down. I'm getting this basketball out of here. I'm gonna go play basketball. Bryant, instead of grabbing the basketball away from me and putting it back, he throws me against the wall, rips it out of my hand, and puts it back. So I thought, whatever, I'm walking away. We go to play football, right? I'm on the other team. They throw it to him. I intercept it. He picked me up, dude. Body slamming. Two-hand touch, by the way. He picks me up, <laughs> body slams me. So we're over by the Gaga ball pit, dude. I was God tier at Gaga. Nobody can touch me. Yeah, we were over by the Gaga thing. Did. And nobody did. I don't I don't remember. I think I'm legend. I don't remember exactly how the story went down, but it would have been me, because Brian did body slam the crap out of me. But at that point, I was mad, but it was to the point where he's bigger than me, and I'm like if it happens again, it's going down. <laughs> so, so we walk over to the Gaga pit, and dude, I'm so mad. I'm not looking at him. I'm ignoring him. Whatever. We go over there, and you know he's he's intentionally you know hitting me with the ball. He's talking crap to me, and it, it, he's building me up. It's like he wanted to fight me. He was building me up and building me up and building me up, like targeting me, hitting me hard, dude. Anyway, at one point, Austin, Austin, my best friend at the time. He, I'm pretty sure he fell over a chair or something because of Brian. He got up and shoved Brian against the wall, dude, and they went at it instead of me and me and Brian. But Austin and Brian went at it. And I was like, dude, he was. Austin, Austin can hit, bro, dude. Uh, you know those punching machines? He got eight nine. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for joining the conversation today. It was a very fun one to make. Thank you, Elijah and Brayden, for coming. Having thank you for me. having me, man. Uh, I'll probably put Brayden's YouTube link in one of these motherfuckers. Brayden McManus on YouTube. Brayden McManus on YouTube. I'm featured in one of the videos if you want to go check that and one out. And I'll be featured in another one today. I'll be featured in another one today. Uh, yeah, but thanks for tuning in. Thanks for 500. Hopefully we can get 500 more in a shorter amount of time. <laughs> more content coming soon. I love you all, and I'll see you in the next one. Mm-hmm.